Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I'm CJ Sullivan. Each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a new theme, different theme, when it comes to drinking and debauchery. And uh, this week's theme is a, was, was one of the game changers when it comes to drinking. Yes. And that's ride-sharing. Ride Uber, Lyft, probably the biggest the biggest change in our drink in, in drinking in our lifetimes. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it's the biggest change in drinking since the invention of the automobile. <laughs> right, and it's a holdover until it's we get, a huge game change. Yes, absolutely, and it's going to holdover until we till eventually until we get to the self driving cars at Utopia. Right now, we have yes. this change. It's game. a temporary solution. I know in Los Angeles where I live now, um, not too recently, but but. Uh, a lot of our friends who moved out here before, you know, time before the mm-hmm. Uber ride-sharing times, you know, and um, it was just a rite of passage that you were getting a DUI once you got out here, because that's oh, they would talk about it like saving up for like a wedding <laughs> ring or some or a kid going to college. Right. Like you're gonna get a it's DUI. It's your rainy day. It's just yeah, like that's when it's gonna happen. You go to LA, we'll get your DUI buddy ready, <laughs> because when you, there's a load <laughs> Chicago in LA. That that's what was gonna happen. That's what you, yeah. <laughs> um, it. It, it's yeah, because like you don't realize like in the Midwest, like they only pull over the drunkest of people. Right. They pull Be, because there's you always, have to like, make a scene the, like 80 percent of the people are probably driving buzzed, but they pull over the guy that's going right. the wrong and way. And on we a talked <laughs> exactly. I had into traffic. But when we talked about that. The difference yeah. between the city and then when you go out to the suburbs, that's all yes. they have is DUI. Mm-hmm. Well, in L.A., it's a city yeah. that's built like a suburb. So you're going to yes. – there's just more opportunities to drive badly, to drive drunkenly, mm-hmm. you know. There's yeah, going to be a lot more swerving. Totally. There's no more focus you can do on a 45-minute ride. But uh, that being said, um, Uber changed the game, and now there's really no excuse because they're, they're at your – they're actually ready. It's not like I can't find a cab. They would come. They would come get you. When it first started, people got really got cocky with it. They're kind of like kings. Like just, I didn't like the. I didn't like how quickly he's the beck and a ride. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll get yeah, you yeah, a ride. Yeah. I'll get you a ride. And like, it's just cars going in every other <laughs> ways. Like it should have been that easy as it was. I mean, it was almost like leaving a bar. Well, because they weren't like old school cabs where they sort of knew how to queue up right. and all that. Like we're going to talk about this more later with our hilarious guest Joe Quazala. But it was like it was almost like the arrival terminal at O'Hare, mm. where it was just like all these random Honda Civics <laughs> yeah. parked incorrectly in front of a bar, right. and nobody knew whose car was what, yeah. you know, and it was just chaos, you know. Yeah, and people still do that, and especially when you're drunk, you know, you just jump in cars, and now you're just jumping around. That's, that was a, that's a weird thing about Uber too, how it it uh, normalized just jumping in strange cars. Well, you know, that was a huge issue in Chicago. Like, I work, my day job is in River North, and there was a huge issue in River mm-hmm. North where these criminal gangs would just, in a Honda Civic, pull up to a bar, and just drunk people yeah. would get in, and they would drive <laughs> off, and they're like, okay, right. well, I'll have everything now. Sure. <laughs> and that's why now when you get in there, you do this submarine two-key, two like, uh, mm-hmm. Jose? Jose? Yeah. Jose? <laughs> I want you to say my name. Right. You know, and they're like, Sean? Sean? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it is like a minor <laughs> drug deal that always goes on. Like, okay, I was sent yeah. here. This phone right here says you. The picture doesn't matter, but okay, I'm gonna take it. Must be an old picture. But that's what. That's a thing. Go ahead. That I was just gonna say. That's a great insight into how these these programs took off, and they didn't know. I don't think when they. You know, when Uber started, it started in San Francisco. I took one of the first ever Uber rides. And at that point in time, it was just for mm-hmm. limos. Right. Because they... Um, well, that was their business model. They, they time, wanted to be like black cars. Correct. Right. Because they're tech Correct. Assholes. That is exactly correct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. I mean? And then, you know, it just became... Right. But they didn't expect it to, like, just become basically uh, a drunk taxi service. And that's something that they probably never had anyone on staff that's like, they're like, this is great. You know, it's going to be... And, like, no one was like... How are you going to know if they're getting into the right cop? And they were probably like, well, why would you ever get into the wrong cop? Like, how could that happen? You know, just all these nerds. Like, how would you ever just get into the wrong? I'm like, all right, so every wedding I've ever been at, I've gotten into the wrong car. It's just what drunk people do. We enter cars when they're parked in front of us. It is amazing how a lot of these big, huge things, like, they they just fall in ass backwards to success like this. Because they, you know, they stumbled upon exploiting a system that was there because the the way, you know, the way taxi cabs kind of neglected their customers you know, there was a window for it. Yeah. But they wanted to, yeah, to be this black car service because they didn't want to. They didn't want to yeah. have to go down with the peasants in cabs. Like you could. They didn't want to deal with John right, Q. Public. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to avoid it, but then they actually wound up changing the uh, the game with that. So it's a, it's um, 
<laughs> it is hilarious. And now that they uh, now that they hire everybody, and one of the guys they hired, yes, is a hilarious comedian, Joe Quazala, who uh, is our guest on the show, who you just heard a clip from. Um, he's got a new album coming. Well, out. They're about to hear a clip. What's from. that? We're about to hear a clip from. They're about to hear a clip uh, from. Yep. Yes. You're right. I thought we played the clip first. Yes. Or we're changing things up. I don't know. Yeah, but we're doing the intro right now. We'll cut this part out. But No, um, no, keep it in. <laughs> so we got to intro. Hear what this is. <laughs> I, I like that, too. I yeah, mean, you know what? You're right. It's a comedy you know? show, for God's sake. <laughs> they it's supposed to be drunken. <laughs> Dang it, that's how we do it. <laughs> I like. We should do like one of those ESPN fights where you're not allowed to correct your partner on air. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe if you ever played a game, right. Flannery. <laughs> Instead of your nerd philosophy major. <laughs> who is that one guy, oh, Sean? God, who is that always asshole quarterback? That, yeah. Who would always have those breakdowns with Sean his nerd Salisbury partner? Sean you Salisbury know? uh, called him the Crypt Keeper. John Clayton. Yes, right. yes. Kept calling him Crypt Keeper. Yes. That, we used to love that because it was yeah. the one segment where he called him, he called him that and, and it got a laugh. And so then they just, then mm-hmm. they just made him do it like a weekly segment. Like, go up there and bully him every week. And that's all he would do. Just be an <laughs> asshole to your coworker. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, with that being said, um, we got to, we, we're holding back because we have the hilarious joke was all here. He's so funny. Um, he tells a great story. And he he drove for Lyft. We're, yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. We're about to hear um, a bit about that. And then we're going to talk more about that uh, when we come back at the Blackout Diaries. Attention all rideshare drivers. If you are a current or former driver, listen closely as you may be entitled to significant compensation. You heard correctly. If you drove for a rideshare company in the past five years, a large cash settlement may be owed to you, specifically if you had to drive Jeff Chambuli. Jeff Chambuli is a frequent user of these apps and is a huge ding-dong. As a passenger, he has been known to do the following. Listen to loud circus music on his phone. Travel with a frantic exotic bird named Raphael. Talk endlessly about his screenplay, which is about a sexaholic named Jeff Chambuli. Try to eat a large bowl of tomato soup by lapping it up like a happy dog. And sneeze in a manner that's been described as sprinkler style. If this behavior sounds familiar, you may have traveled with Jeff Chambuli. Text Weird Ass Guy to 5252 immediately to see if you qualify for compensation. No driver should ever have to endure what Jeff Chambuli has been witnessed doing, including reading out loud the comments from a YouTube video about expired horse meat, bringing along a child he doesn't know, asking to use the ox cord and then just sucking on it like a straw, name-dropping Chris Angel as well as his brother Craig Angel, and making a YouTube video about expired horse meat. If you recall having to deal with anything remotely like this, text Weird Ass Guy or Smelled Like Chlorine or He Said His Middle Name Was Toddler to 5252 now. Rideshare drivers who've had Jeff Chambuli as a customer have reported suffering emotional, physical, and mental damages, as evidenced by this recording of him in a car. Man, I'm telling you, this blue cheese dressing is so good. I know you're supposed to put it on salad or whatever, but I just, I just can't stop drinking it. Driver, you got to try some. Here, take a sip. Uh, thanks. I'm just trying to stay focused on the road. How about I just dunk my fingers in it and then I'll feed it to you that way? Yeah, stop. Quit stop. being weird and suck some dressing off my fingers. Put your hand out of my face. Come on, have some. Hey, hey, oh, cheese. Pass on this blue cheese. No. Nobody should have to endure any amount of time with Jeff Chambuli without proper compensation. Text now. And we're back on the Blackout Diaries with the hilarious Joe Quazala, who you just heard, who has an upcoming album. We're going to talk more about that. Joe, thank you for joining CJ and I. Absolutely. It's good to see you guys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, our pleasure. Um, I'm so excited for your new album. I didn't know this was new information to me. How long did you drive uh, for Lyft? I drove for Lyft for probably so this was a job I picked up when I moved to LA mm-hmm. and so I probably drove for two or three years. Hmm. So it was and you post- did the drunk hours. Go ahead, CJ. I was just gonna say it was post mustache era for Lyft, right? It was kind of, it was that wasn't that far back. Yes. And that's that's really what allowed me to uh <laughs> <laughs> honestly for I resisted for a while. I actually yeah. I did a like third tier rideshare company called Sidecar mm-hmm. for a minute. And I was always like, I'm not doing the mustache. Right. Then when I learned you didn't have to do the mustache, they started to do the light up mustache that you could put on your on your yes. dashboard. Um, do you want to know how drunk I was when I normally got into a lift? I thought for years their logo was lips. I thought that was a big set of giant <laughs> lips. Yeah. And every every car was missing the the bottom lip, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Just> coincidentally, <laughs> shaving accident, I guess. It was um, such a big move. It 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 kept me from it's still to this day. I got to do it. I mean, 
back when like Uber was unquestionably uh, morally wrong. That I was just take lift, whatever. <laughs> I, I'm like, I can't do it with the mustache. I don't care if they fucking hire murderers. <laughs> I don't care what they do. Yeah, I just can't. Do, I right, I can't do it. I love the idea of leaving like a Benegans drunk out of your mind and going that this car isn't professional enough for me <laughs> at this moment in time. Right. <laughs> you know? I can't be seen in this. <laughs> yeah. You're puking. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were saying earlier you did the drunk. Like, what was your normal shift like in Lyft? Like, when did you clock in? When did you clock out? Yeah. So, you know, part of Lyft is you can kind of do it whenever. Mm-hmm. But I found the most money I could make with the least amount of time driving was if I started at 2 a.m. Whoa. Which And what I would do is I would drive downtown Los Angeles near where the bars were, would turn on my phone, maybe 155-ish, and I would always it would this it it would be price surging. So the the yeah. price would be like 100, 200, maybe even more before I think they stopped doing that because of uh you know exploitative reasons or whatever. Uh they and I would get usually the people in downtown would be going pretty far. Like people from East LA or Santa Monica, like right. all different kind of geography, uh they would all come to downtown. So I would do a long ride, which would be a lot of money. And then it would be two or 300 times. And so maybe I'd, I'd do like a $150 ride that would take 20 minutes. Cause also the ro- the roads were pretty clear late at night. And mm-hmm. so for me, it was like maximum efficiency. I just have to deal with uh, the drunkest people. <laughs> yeah. <imaginable. laughs> I was going to say, that is a good thing because that is the perfect time to drive in LA like after, at, at night. It's like the only time it's actually livable and drivable. Um, yes, totally. And so if I had to drive to, and I did once have to drive to like Irvine mm. or something, which is pretty far, the highways were completely open. I could do it pretty quickly and it would make sense for me monetarily it's just sometimes i would be stuck in like yeah long beach picking up rides for people who are just going somewhere within long beach and i would just be down there for too long mm-hmm. uh usually it would be like if i'm driving someone to their early morning flight that's when i would cut it off a drunken ride yeah, is i was just gonna say a 45 minute ride ahead. with drunks is a little different than just yeah I think that's where i was kind of leading like with that like what's that like because i you know i i get loaded in chicago sure. and i take a lift home mm-hmm. sometimes Th- that's 15 minute ride tops you know for me right. um, yeah what's it like to have a 45 minutes is a long time to have a drunk person behind you the 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 secret is they all fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it does not. It's like, like a kid in a, in a, in a yeah. car seat, you know? He's got to ride like, it out. <laughs> I was kind of surprised because going into it, you know, yeah. you're like, okay, is it going to be rough? And especially if they're alone, mm-hmm. they're going to fall asleep pretty quickly. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes, that and makes it, sense. And then it's perfect. The only the yeah. only issue with that is that you have to wake I was, them up. Yeah. <laughs> Now, how Which aware are they when you wake them up? How aware are they like, oh, you're my Lyft driver. Yeah, I'm home now. Or is it like they just you? is this like an episode of like body snatchers <laughs> where they don't know where they are? You you would get the whole range you'd get because I feel like whenever you wake someone up, whether they're drunk or not, there's always a degree of like shame that you were yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. anyone ever calls you when you're asleep yeah. and you you wake up to answer it. They always know, but you will always deny it. Of course. Yeah. Oh, that's so right. Yeah. Or dad's on a couch. Like, how often has your dad (laughs) fallen asleep on uh, watching a movie? And you'll be like, dad, you're snoring. Nope, nope. I'm awake. I'm awake. Yeah. I always just snap my head like this randomly when I ask a question. What? No, no. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm awake. No. Like, why are we so embarrassed by being asleep? And so you would get that for sure. Like, wake some up. They'd be like, huh, what? No. Like it's it's time to we're here at your home. You go, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. Okay, I know that. <laughs> yeah, that was mostly it. Sometimes you would. I mean, the worst was when someone was just not taking the hint. Mm-hmm. You couldn't wake uh, them like up. Like you couldn't revive like, them. Sort of. They're they're sound asleep, <laughs> and so and you don't want to like get physical that feels like a barrier you don't want to cross sure. as a driver so you're 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 clapping your hands like you're trying to scare a bear <laughs> <laughs> or 
or just doing whatever you can. Yeah. Maybe maybe going back there and opening the door from the outside to to get like a a gust of yeah. wind or fresh air to usually does get, it. Um, Joe, I feel like this is a you know. Go ahead, finish your them. thought. You just you, uh, but, you would just have to like lightly on the shoulder, yeah. just kind of give them a little little vibrate so that they would jolt away. I feel like with your background, you should launch a side hustle as like um, their lead, like sort of like, you know, like I work in the corporate environment. We all have like people that train us on sexual harassment. They train us on IT security. You should go to Lyft and be like, I'm I'm a stand-up comedian who has a very calming voice and I'm very patient and I will train your people on how to wake up drunks. Like this is like, I feel like right. you're perfectly qualified for this. Well, if only there was literally any training for Lyft drivers. Because yeah, I feel <laughs> no, like they just the send you on the road. Like, they mail you oh, a mustache no and you're out there. No background checks, no training. It's, it's basically <laughs> you got a car, you got a phone, you're on the grid. Go ahead. You know, there used to be welcome a time to the team. where they would there would be an onboarding process. Because I've done a few of these different apps. I did, like I said, that sidecar thing, right. and I did Lyft. I also did Postmates for a little bit. And over the years, I got to see and learn uh the training and the guidelines drift away from all these apps because <laughs> they are just trying to get yeah. people in the cars right. and yeah. working immediately like we don't need to bring them into headquarters and uh tell them how this goes that can be an email which they won't read and then they're ready yeah <laughs> we'll figure it out well i love like cj you've talked about this more than me i love how when Lyft first started in Chicago, how little these drivers knew about Chicago. Like, you'd be like, take Lower Wacker. Like, what's that? Like, didn't, weren't you the right. one where they hadn't heard of the Hancock building? <laughs> yeah, CJ, yeah. Didn't that like, happen it, to you? Yeah, I'm going to Hancock then. They asked if there was any landmarks by it. I'm like, it's the, yeah, it's look up. Is there a landmark by the, the, yeah, by the Hancock building? Yeah. It's, there's a, a Potbelly's right by there, maybe. I think you can go there. But like, oh my god! It's like, uh, but yeah, they don't know. And I, my joke is, I never get mad at them for because they're studying the phone like everyone else. So, but but because they're not actual, tra they're not trained in anything. Yeah. Even if it's like uh, conspiracy cab driver, they're not trained. So it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, I'm yelling at a plumber or something like to take the highway. You know, like it's just like <laughs> it's a guy trying to make money like anyone else. Yeah, I mean, it was my first job in Los Angeles, and so I didn't know the streets. It's how I learned sure. the streets of LA. Yeah, probably a what, good way. Um, I was just going to ask you, like, uh, what's your is there any customer that uh, s sticks out as like your drunkest or funniest experience while you were driving? Yeah, there? Um, I will say across the board, most of my rides were completely uneventful, neutral, fine, if not pleasant. Like I was surprised that, you know, I had talked to people about doing this and they're like, oh, that must suck with these people in your car. And the reality is the vast vast majority i probably gave thousands of rides only and i can only remember like a handful of really bad times mm. and so that's a testament to like yeah. i don't know humanity yeah uh, but the the worst was it was a valentine's day uh ride it was like definitely a post dinner post drinks couple who i picked them up down downtown which was my beat. Uh, <laughs> and at the, at the time, I wasn't getting good service on my phone because I relied on GPS. And so I wasn't getting great service. And so I just kind of asked them like, hey, I want to get you guys on the road before my GPS kicks in. I'm going to get on the, the highway here. Should I be going north or south? Because yeah. I, I didn't know where I was headed. And the, the girl, they're very drunk. And the girl is just like, go south, go south. And so I get on the highway going south and I'm there. I'm uh, maybe just just a few minutes. And then my GPS kicks in and it's telling me, like, north. turn around. Yeah. Like, you need to be going mm -hmm. north. And so I mentioned that to them. I'm like, oh, you mentioned you said go south. But now that I have your address, it's saying definitely go north. And the dude is like, what are you fucking doing? <laughs> what do you get? Get on the highway going. Why are we going south? Right. And I was like, oh, well, you know, your girlfriend just said go south. Um, but it's all, it's all good. I will, I'll turn around. We'll get you going where you need to be going. And he was like, who's going to fucking pay for that mistake? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, like it's negligible. We really, we weren't going that far, but you know, if there's an issue, I'm sure customer service can, can deal with that. 
they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool about this. So we get going on the highway, maybe 15 minutes, getting kind of close to the exit. And the guy suddenly goes, why are you on the fucking highway? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm just trying to get you. This is like yeah. a, almost a straight shot to where you're. He's like, get off the fucking highway, man. What do you you know how to fucking drive? Oh, I was like, OK, I'll I'll get off the highway. I can take the, the back streets that, that'll get you there. And so I get off the highway and I'm going down. I think it was Santa Monica Boulevard. Just kind of, you know. Sure essentially doing diagonals mm-hmm. to get uh where they're going and the and the girlfriend she goes you're going the wrong way turn around <laughs> and i was like oh i mean this is your address right, right? I'm, I'm just i think i i'm just trying to get there and she's like you're going the wrong way turn around and so then i turn around and i'm like at this point you need to tell me where you want me to go because clearly you don't want to go to this address and she was like i want you to go I was like, uh, she's like, go north on Santa Monica. No, Santa Monica Boulevard is in east right. west. <laughs> it's just gonna say. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, that's I yeah. can't I can't do that. And she was like, go north right. on Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I that's like literally impossible. Yeah. It runs east west. <laughs> she was like, this is okay. Turn here. And so I'm I'm weaving this way. And then of course the boyfriend goes, what the fuck are you doing? Um. <laughs> and like, it's not like. He was on a phone call or like he he'd yeah. just been sitting there as she's saying this stuff and I'm taking her directions and he's just, yeah. I don't know what's, I mean, I guess he's just out of his mind drunk more yeah. than I thought. And so it's just this back and forth. And then he just starts going, you don't know how to fucking drive, starts throwing slurs at me, starts, you know, calling the music on the radio gay like that's gonna... <laughs> oh boy oh boy it, was, it sounds it was, towards a dark place yeah it sounds I mean, like it, you were the, like you were the uh in like innocent third party of that fight they're fighting with each other but they're using you as a proxy exactly yeah you know that was I mean? a valentine's not listening day, to whatever he's yeah. just saying okay well tell her that that road's east and west you fucking moron <laughs> basically <laughs> it, i just and there's this thing when you drive for these apps you are beholden mm. to your review right yeah and so at that point at what at some point during all that i it, i realized it would be most beneficial for me to cancel the ride and just eventually drop them off so that they don't give me a poor review they have like basically no evidence that i ever gave mm-hmm. them a ride because there was no way I wasn't going to get like one star and then that would be an issue. And then they lift calls you and then they might not believe you. And so I was just like, I'm canceling this. Eventually I got where I was going, but I was, it's the maddest I've maybe ever been. I held it in one, but by the time I dropped them off, I screamed my head off the kind of like banging your steering wheel with your fists. Just so frustrating to when when someone is crazy and then there's another person there and they don't acknowledge that that yeah, person that's is pretty, crazy. That's pretty yes. frustrating. Like It uh, will <laughs> send you off the fucking yeah. deep end. I couldn't. Yeah. As I you're screamed so this, much. Like, I, don't... I had to go to I had to go to 7-Eleven to get like an icy to soothe my throat because I was like screaming <laughs> myself hoarse. Did you have a camera awful. on board when you did you film all these? That guys? would be I, great. No, I, I, ne- great. I never did any. I of that see stuff. the videos now because everyone has a camera now, which yeah. I would recommend, obviously, for safety and transparency. And I always wonder. So you so you dropped them off short and canceled the ride? I took them. No, I he drove them, them to their destination. Oh, they you went all the way to the destination. They assholed their way into a free ride. I got you. Yeah. Because I, I, I couldn't. Have you ever yeah, had to drop someone off early? Because I see people do that all the time. At least the videos. Yeah. Not all the time, but at least the videos that come up. That's always a funny thing about it. Like, all right, give me the earth. Pull me out. Get me out of here. Then you're in the middle of a highway. Nowhere to go. You're just like beholden or there something. There is this... Um, I've seen this a million times and I used to have a little bit of this myself before like I outgrew it and I realized like this is always irrational. I'm never right. But there is a kind of drunk person that just thinks they're being taken for a ride. Like when they're like and they think they're being taken advantage of. And what it is is you're so drunk you don't know this is the route you go home Mm -hmm. every night. But you're just not recognizing landmarks and, and, and you're bad at estimating time and you think you're being taken advantage of when you are not. And like it's a really weird dynamic. Yeah, to- I mean, totally. And the thing about like having the, the dash camera is, like I said, 
no events, incidents to ever report. It's just that one out of every yeah. several sure. hundred where you're like, oh, okay, this is the nightmare scenario. Mm-hmm. But then, then you do a bunch, and they're and they're perfectly fine. Did you ever get a ride? You know, it was kind of shady. I, I know there's a I know there's a forum that ever, all the Uber drivers like drive to. I know a couple of people to drive for it, and say like some that were like. I saw one article. One guy was just basically a pizza delivery guy, and he had like eight pizzas, and he had them like drop off to other houses. <laughs> I know for drug deals and whatnot, but like if you ever anything fun, like this doesn't. Oh seem yeah. Right. I remember in Santa Monica, I picked up these uh, Eastern European mm-hmm. gentlemen, maybe Swedish. I don't know exactly. They I, they had an accent and they were so European, they didn't know that you could buy weed legally in, <laughs> in California. Right. They didn't know about dispensaries. And so because I've never seen someone in California get weed from someone on the street right. i know it's, it's like very this, retro this, you're like oh, not yet. oh they must be filming <laughs> something here <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's not part of the drug economy right. here but these guys were attempting to do that and half of them didn't want to do it and then the other half really did so i picked up these these guys and this is one of the voices that i think is politically correct for me to do uh <laughs> But they're like, oh, yeah, okay, no, hold on, pull, pull over, pull over, yeah, no, oh, we got to, yeah, let's get some weed, dude, yeah, I was going to get some, okay. And then the other guys are like, no, 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 we got to go, we got to go, and like, no, no, hold on, one second, one second. And I'm like, can we please just go, like, no, dude, one second, just one second, okay? And then walks out, and then I'm watching, like, this weed drug deal in Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I wonder if the drug dealer was confused because sure. <laughs> it's like taking too long and like they keep like running back in and out of the car. And I'm like, guys, we got we got to go. And then we eventually do go and they make me pull over again because they're they're going to like try again with another, you know. Right. Black person that they see who they think can give that them a Yeah, exactly. I was wondering <laughs> yes. like how they spot a That's... U.S. drug dealer. <laughs> exactly. And I think, oh, yeah. And so the, the, some of that was going on. And I was just like, guys, you got you got to stop this. Like, this is we, we keep pulling over so you can try to store weed, which should not be a problem here. That's amazing. And it, it was it, and that was one where I did. You know, I kind I by giving them a one star, it was like me reporting it to Lyft, and I did have to explain to Lyft the next day on the phone, like what exactly went on. <laughs> well, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's what was so that funny. class well, Joe, lawsuit? Lawsuit, but real quick, was that class action lawsuit about surge pricing? Because if it is, I totally agree with the with the uh, class action lawsuit. Oh, I I I have no idea. So there's been so many class action lawsuits yeah. that the drivers have benefited from. That like I will still sometimes get a check oh, where it's just like if if you were a driver between these years, uh, and often you know I was there in the early years, so there wasn't a ton of regulation, and I'm sure there was a ton of shady shit going on. Uh, that yeah, I've I've collected a decent amount from those checks that's, that that show it's up. Better than a commercial act of residuals nowadays. Getting some listen <laughs> class action lawsuit checks. That's great. <laughs> you open the up perks. anything from a lawyer now, huh? <laughs> um, Joe, before you leave, though, uh, thank you so much for joining us. And you have a new album coming out, I think, in a, a little over a week, uh, probably less than a week when this airs. Uh, tell mm-hmm. our listeners, because uh, we're both really excited about it. Tell our listeners a little bit about that, please. Thank you. Yeah. So I, I think by now they they have heard the clip. Mm-hmm. Right? They've heard the clip. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Correct. So that so that was a that's a, a sketch. The, the album is called Funny Songs and Sketches. Uh, it is appropriately titled because it is just that. It's kind of a, a throwback to when those used to exist. Yes. You know, when like Sandler or you know whoever would would put out an album that is sketches right. meant for the audio experience. And then there's. Uh, comedy songs in there as well i've been working on it for a long time very proud of it and you know there's a lot of a lot of fun people uh on it as well Patton oswald david cross nick kroll uh iowa debris um sarah sherman and james austin johnson from snl a lot of really fun funny people on it and uh yeah you can you can order it uh you can just if you go to my socials, there will be all sorts of bullshit about how you can listen to it or, or buy it. And that's uh, Joe Qua on Instagram and TikTok and Joe K. Joe K. on Twitter. That's awesome. And you can see, at least I can't get you off my TV. Your Derek Jeter spot at runs nonstop, it seems like. Yeah. I love it. It's second, great. 
second year in a row, which was a, a surprise. Yeah, and was, I remember. Uh, it's, it's very, a commercial. Yeah, I, I see it a lot. It's interesting uh, as one of the few comics, and CJ, you're in this boat too. Like you're, you and I are like one of the few comics that watch sports. So it's interesting right. when we see our buddies and we text them yeah. like, hey, just saw you. And they're like, what? Like, how? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if you know this or not, but like Ohio State's kind of a big program. Right. Um, so <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's been great, and yeah. it's like I I did usually you don't know those things how long sure, they're gonna run right. and when they run for a second year it's like you know it doubles the money it's income you're not expecting That's great. it's it's thank you to the captain himself yeah good for Derek I'm <laughs> glad he I'm sure he needs those checks too coming in for that second year. he's so, as excited okay. as you are you know um yeah. and the lift the class action <laughs> he was, he's probably getting some money off that too. he probably drove a lift at one point you know. <laughs> Well, he ha- he did have he had drivers uh, mm-hmm. waiting with the with the baskets after the hookups. <laughs> did, so. did you get a basket? Uh, did you get a Jeter basket? You know, <laughs> you know, I got I got probably not as big of one as the lady <laughs> got, but it was it was small. It fit in my palm, nice. but it, it had some still nice something from the cap. Uh, you had to do a lot yeah. less for it though. <laughs> uh, but Joe, thank you so much. Uh, I'm really excited thank to you. hear your new album, and best of luck with it. I appreciate you guys having me on. It was really good to see. Bye, you. buddy. Oh, same. And we're back on the Blackout Diaries. That was hilarious. Joke was all because this new album that's coming out. That's star-studded. How about I'm dropping all those guest names at the end? Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Good for Joe. Yeah, yeah, he's huge out here. He had a, he had a couple funny videos out there. One he made fun of the one video. One well, he used the, to do that twenty-one for twenty-one, like once a year. Yeah. he would release twenty-one videos on a day, mm-hmm. and it became like kind of a big tradition. Yeah, yeah, he had one, he has one video, and those are very funny too. So our listeners, yeah, all shits, all well. shits, great. He has one video that's so funny yeah, that great. made fun of the the slap, which was his, his episode, his TV where. A man slaps a woman, whatever. And like, it's oh, yeah, we're, but it's all vampires or something uh, like that? You just have to watch it. It, it gets absurd, and he heightens it, and yeah. it's pretty great. It's funny, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you te- if you Google Joker's all the slap, I'm sure something will come up. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> as we get into we're talking about ride-sharing, Uber, Lyft, and whatnot. What was that third one he mentioned there? I didn't even realize. I like I like those sidecar. Yeah, I like those offshoot ones that try to. There's little dude. There's some weird ones, like especially in New York. Like Mm -hmm. you know, I visit my brother. You know, since my brother moved to Manhattan, I go out there more often. And he like there used to be this one, and this was like as recently as five years ago. This was like right before COVID. But he's like, dude, there's this new one. It's got a new name every week, and it is fucking cheap. (laughs) And it'd be like two dollars. To go from like Tribeca to like, you know, Harlem. It would be so ridiculously treat. But it was like a total roll of the dice where sometimes you would go there straight and then other times they'd be like, I need you to get into the trunk because we are picking up (laughs) 13 people. You know? Well, that's like it was like a total roll of the dice. Right. That's old school. Like those those independent, you know, like uh, gypsy drivers, gypsy cabs, they would call them, you know? Yes. Just come up and just like solicit rides from you, you know? I mean, that's kind of an old way. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a natural progression, I guess, for just to. Turn to, um, oh, totally Uber. Um, but yeah, I guess that. W- well, and go it's ahead. go ahead. No, what no, were you no, gonna go say? Ahead. Well, because it, it's interesting. Because you know, I feel there's like good and bad. You know, like the, I, I feel the badness of Uber and Lyft is well publicized, mm-hmm. and we probably don't need to address that. How like you know they they sort of like collapsed the taxi industry, and then now right. that Lyft and Uber don't have funding, and now that the taxi industry's been decimated, their prices are really high yeah. now. Like in Chicago, where I live, if I'm drinking downtown, I now, if I'm downtown and I can find a yellow cab, I take a yellow cab. It's actually cheaper than Lyft and yes. Uber now in Chicago. It's kind of amazing how um, people are just so ingrained now with Uber and Lyft. You know, anytime there's a, cab, a yellow yes. cab, any city that still supports yellow cabs, I'll take them. Um, but but it's yeah. so funny that the option can be right in front of you, and people are just so ingrained to it they don't do it. Like oh, yes. Uh, no, they're like I'll wait fifteen minutes yeah. for a lift. You know, I get you know I know my driver. I can trust him. Not this yellow car. <laughs> you know this industry right. that's been working since Sherlock Holmes. You know. I know. <laughs> Uh, especially at LAX, like leaving there, there's a line of cabs with nobody in there, and then like I don't know why anyone takes rideshare right? at LAX. And 50 people like, LAX is the phone. worst. Exactly, yeah. it's the worst. Anyway, and then they put you in a separate lot. You know, it's like under a highway almost. And I'm like, what? Do, I'm like, I'm, I, I mean, I asked the guy, but like, is there something wrong with this cab driver? Like, are they waiting? Yeah. Like, are they waiting on like some dignitaries or know, something? This is my theory, and and I think, it, and I'm basing this off a young kid I talked to at a bar. Mm-hmm. Where he talked about how dating has changed. Okay. He's like, you know, like I was talking about how I met my wife at a bar. And he's like, bro. And I, now I don't know how true this is, but uh, this is my new speculation. I think 
young people, so many of their interactions are now scripted and uh, basically scheduled through apps yeah. in the internet that they don't trust just like random serendipitous right. like, meetings. Like, they, like, they, like, like, okay, well, if you, if you don't have uh, like a star rating behind you, I'm just going to assume you're a serial killer. <laughs> like I, I only interact with people that yeah. the internet has told it's true. me I they can interact with. They don't deal with people with. either. If they, have, if they don't have a profile, yeah. what? What are you, a killer or something like that? <laughs> like, you know, you don't have an Instagram? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And then like, <laughs> I, yeah, you're the same right with it. You got to have stars behind it. Like, you know how easy that is to manipulate and to fucking make wrong, like lies, you oh, know? Oh, totally. Um, that and you don't know how many stars there are. I might, right. Yeah. Go. Now ahead. I was just gonna say. That being said, oh, we'll, we'll get into the problems with uh, Uber and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. we'll say the yellow cab industry did need uh, taken down and revolutionized. Oh they were fat and sassy. I mean, with they, it were for a while. So they were so bad. They were awful. They were. Do you know? I, I you know I had a buddy who traveled mm-hmm. a lot, and he would call. Whenever he had to go to O'Hare at like six in the morning, because like you know we live by Wrigley right. Field, but you couldn't necessarily find sure. a yellow cab at that hour. You, you know what I mean? So he would schedule it, but he, every time he would schedule three cabs, and just one of them would show up. <laughs> yeah, play the game, <laughs> and that's just what he learned. Right. Like they, you, they would just not show yeah. up, you know, or they, <laughs> they were, they would never. Remember how like they would never turn on the AC they in the summer because it AC. affected their you gas mileage. Even fucking use a credit they wouldn't let you use credit cards. They would, always, they would always have some excuse uh, why they can't yeah. use credit cards. And they would be hilarious. Like the banks are down. You had to state the laws the to banks. them. Yeah, the banks are down. You had to state laws yeah. to them in order for them to get a credit card. If you knew, like, yeah. all right, fine. And they'd pull some fucking yeah. machine, like some portable <laughs> phone from underneath their. They would throw it yeah, at you too, seat. with all the anger. Yeah. <laughs> they were assholes. Oh, complete pieces assholes. of assholes. Those days, like I said, like growing up, I thought it'd be fun to be a cab driver. You know, like you call people Mac. Oh you yeah. Know, talk about the Yankees or something. Drive around town. You know, you know different angles. You know, you're calling them buddy or whatever like that. You know, but now I mean, you know, well first now like I didn't have anyone willing to talk to me on the phone for twelve hours a day. I don't know who to, they're always like on the phone talking. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in a language that you can't even put your finger right. on where it might be in the world. <laughs> like it is like. Like, I, like, it's like, I, this is a black guy who I think is speaking Chinese. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense right. what language he is talking on, and he is totally ignoring right. us, Which and he's driving think, like a bat out of hell. Yes, because I always thought, like, I get that you're bored, you know, whatever, and you were trying to make the time go by, what, sure. whatever the deal is. But, who, like, who is on the other end of this phone? Like, who is listening? <laughs> someone talk for eight hours a day. Yeah, because it has to be a one-sided, because you never heard him just yeah, pause and that's listen. that's what I mean. He was so just going. I wonder if they were all calling into yeah. radio shows in a different, <laughs> another part of the world. <laughs> They're just talking about, like, the cricket team right. or something like that, you know? <laughs> yeah, it had to be a service between with them thing when we were talking about it. That's, that's just so funny. I'm like, this is this can't be um, real. But um, but I will say I do miss you, those old cats. Can I, can I, real, yes, and I was going to say, like, th- there's a couple things, uh, we miss about them. I, I want you to start with it, and then and then I'm going to talk about what I miss about. But, but I love the way you talk about old school cab drivers because you have like a you always get like a, you have a good rapport with old school <laughs> cab like drivers. You do. Me, right? like, I think they look at you and like this is a guy 20 years ago. I, I'd be training him <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Mac, if you will. They'll call me. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, tell me about it, Mac. You know they love telling you about what neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. They love telling you. They used to love, they love telling you about the, what neighborhoods um, that used to be awful, whatever. You can't be the like, yes. Oh, oh, yes. Twenty years ago, yep. it was this street here. And it's and they, and they get upset when neighborhoods are nice. It yeah. almost seems like oh, <laughs> could hang out in the corner right there. I'll tell you that, pal. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, now the through. fucking <laughs> yuppies come in with their money. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. But yeah, but then they'll get into it. They'll tell you, 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 you got their personal stories. You know what I mean? Like they'll tell you, you, you yes. you're not going to hear mm-hmm. about a divorce from an Uber driver. You're not going to hear about, you know, <laughs> keep them keeping your kids, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah. what you got to send back. They're always sending shit back and I got to tell them they won't let me see them, you know, <laughs> it's just stuff like <laughs> yeah. you, you feel part. You're part of the journey with them, you know. <laughs> My favorite, and you and I have yeah. talked about, I think you would call them a unicorn, was white. Yeah, cab white drivers. cab drivers. You like, knew they were going to be have weird huge textbooks on on their on their dash mm-hmm. you know 
the white like that they're reading when they don't have a fair absolutely and like and they it, would love to go deep into the city you know like old mayors they like to talk about they love old mayors conspiracy theories you know obviously mm-hmm. the, I, mean, I think i think that they're oh, yeah. breed they're bred into that they're bred into like and you don't and you, yeah. it's the kind of thing like you get in you, you see you, you see a white guy driving you're like okay that's a little it's a little alarming you know because it's, it's like not usual <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then and then when you see the books like you know and you see like uh just odd literature and then they start talking about um they start bringing up the 70s aliens yeah, aliens or something yeah. you know you don't want to go there trust me like that's a thing like yo you you, you didn't hear about that yeah. like oh okay i can't I, yeah. i'm not gonna be able to get out of this ride and now you're gonna you're gonna go on for <laughs> a journey with you and you're saying because they have yeah. you you were saying earlier it's one of the only jobs where you're locked in no matter what I honestly think that I honestly think Lyft should do an ad for that or mm-hmm. taxi cabs, all of them, because like every time I'm in it, like they get they only need two sentences to get weirdly political. <laughs> right. You know? They take like you'll be like, where are you going downtown? Oh, you're not worried with Lightfoot, you know, and then they just go full on nationally political uh-huh. and it's crazy. And I think there should be like a Lyft ad that it's like, do people leave the room when you share your honest political views? Do you find that people are upset right. by what you really think? Well, come drive for us. Yeah, They're you, stuck in there. You know, like, yeah. I, I, that's their view. Do you feel all you need is 30 minutes so you can sway anyone? <laughs> drive for us. <laughs> Yeah, you were saying other job, only a couple other jobs. You said like that. You were saying uh, dentist, dentist, you can't get out of their conversation. Pilot, right? Things like things you just can't escape. Like, oh fuck, I've been this because, like I said, like during that interview, you can't just like pull over, get me out. Now, what are you gonna do? You're out in the middle of the road somewhere. Like you're halfway through this trip. No, you're you're gonna have to get along to go along or whatever it is. But yeah, you're right. The white cab, the white cab driver. You don't got the white Uber driver. It always, it's still always shocking, especially with Uber. I'm like, okay, the phone says you. I don't know. This doesn't match up, bro. Because you know, for them to still be driving today, the white guy, like they've made a couple wrong turns in life, if you will. Like they're doing it by choice, and the choice is to have these conversations. Yeah, and that's why, like, it's funny. Like my friends, like I grew up in like kind of a white trash area Mm -hmm. of Ohio. And a lot of my white friends don't believe in white privilege. Right. And I'm like, like, you, haven't you noticed how odded out we are by like white cab drivers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you don't think white privilege right. exists? <laughs> that we just blanket assume our race shouldn't be doing some jobs? Yeah. You know? It's a guy on his. It's a guy on his fourth chance in life. Meanwhile, like a guy, a guy from Senegal is an engineer <laughs> back in his home country. You know, and he's yeah, exactly. forced to do it. Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> some guy made. You know. Obviously, still looking in the rearview mirror. Uh, um, CJ, I want to because we we probably got to wrap this up in about five minutes here. Okay, I want to get into a story about. I, yes, I think I can speak for the Blackout Diaries, where I say our official uh, um, position is we prefer yellow cabs mm-hmm. over ride sharing services. You know, uh, you know, you just walk out; they're right there in the bar. You get in, you know, you're off. Um, and this is a story. This is we'll do an open invite for this guy, but this is a story where I I would never happen in a yellow cab world. This is this is a article um, in actually from your home state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from True Jersey. Headline: A sixteen hundred Uber ride. Drunk man blacks out. Takes a trip from West Virginia to New Jersey. I feel like this happens a lot, and only like you say in the Uber. It does. World. Uh, exactly, because these things pop um, up quickly too. Like you'll do that even for delivery. Did you mean uh, Broadway in Texas? No. Why would I mean that? You know. And now, oh, too late. We yeah. set it in. You want to cancel it? That's twenty bucks. You know, they char- yeah. they do it just so you have to cancel it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this is amazing that because it's funny. This article is kind of written with the language that like this is what happens when you get drunk. Yeah. And I feel like anyone who's spent right. any time drinking, you're like, this driver was a fucking of asshole. course you know, to do this. So the guy was in West Virginia. Just about every. He's in West Virginia. Uh, you know, an Uber always wants to default to home, mm-hmm. and he, you know, probably, you know, he doesn't override it with his hotel address or whatever. So just about everyone has taken a drunk late, drunk late night Uber ride. They might regret or not even remember. But one New Jersey native recently took the blackout Uber ride of a lifetime. <laughs> After drinking with buddies in Morgan, West Virginia last Friday, Kenny Bachman thought he called an Uber to take him back where he was staying near the West Virginia University campus. Instead, he woke up in the passenger seat of a 2011 Toyota Sienna minivan next to an Uber driver 
And he was not with his friends in West Virginia, but home home <laughs> in Gloucester Glo- County. Gloucester more County. More than 300 yeah. miles away. <laughs> Thank you. Isn't uh, this is pretty good. good. No, I was just going to say, this Gloucester County, Jersey, him. which is 300 miles away. Yeah. He goes, I just woke up. He goes, and I'm thinking, why the fuck am I in the car next to some random ass dude I don't even know? <laughs> like the sun is yeah. coming up, you know? Like it's. Like, I've like woken up to awkward. Yeah, I've woken left. up to awkward places, but uh, I'm going to need some explaining on this. <laughs> Afterwards, I had it fully um, sunk in. The, the price was $1,600 and $1,635.93. Once the ride ended, I saw how much it was. I was like, all right, this is insane. That's <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> I was kind of shocked. This should be a class action. We should do a class action lawsuit on behalf of drunks. This that's is this I'm is saying. consumer. That's what I, I, I mean, this is predatory. That's what I was going to say. I didn't realize Joe was on the driver's side. I'm on yeah. the passenger side on this. This is insane. <laughs> which, I, which I love this, too. So the, the fare was only $700 for the distance, which is kind of pretty shocking. Um, five dollars for fees, hundred fifteen for the time, but then another nine hundred dollars for fucking surge pricing. What was there? Was there busy traffic from West Virginia to Jersey? Well, he probably. <laughs> I'll bet you they did surge pricing through every busy city he drove yeah, through. Right. So he probably accumulated <laughs> like like you know Baltimore surge pricing, DC sir. He probably drove through four major but towns. This had to be happening through the middle of the night, right? Like he probably did his last call, and it's like four in oh, the yeah. morning. Like it's it's just it's insane. And like you said, this w- would not have happened with a yellow cab because the yellow because these guys just see dollar signs. Oh, it says Jersey. We're going to Jersey. Yep. Nothing I can do. That's what the app says. You know, not throwing human error yep. in there at all. In a cabbie, one knows he's not getting paid. That's why you wouldn't do it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> two, even if he was, he, a cabbie would be like. You're drunk. You don't know what you're right. doing. And you'd be like, no, no, no. And then a cabbie would be like, if you give me $600 right yeah. now, cash, I'll do it. Absolutely. Like, that, like a cabbie would make you know what you're right. doing. I, and I respect that. You know what I mean? And he would. Yeah. If he does like, okay, let's let's just say best case scenario, I drop him off there and get paid $600. Now, now what do I do? Now I'm in fucking yeah. New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that just changes your whole week, basically, you know? Yeah, when exactly. You're out there. Yeah. That is a, that is absolutely insane. So like, let, let me let, uh, j- j- just to further prove our point that this driver was an asshole. Um, let me see. Uh, first of all, this this Bachman guy, this poor guy, just takes it. He calls to he calls Uber the next day. He says Uber confirmed that the ride did incur mm-hmm. and that the driver took the rider to the destination he requested. Uber also connected with Bachman and resolved the matter, which ended. With Bachman agreeing to pay the fare, <laughs> I love that. Like we resolved it by saying, "Fuck right. you, there, pay there us it our is. money." You pay. You you owe seventeen hundred dollars. And look at this: the Uber driver didn't have money for tolls. Bachman says, and he was fined at every toll booth. So when he got back to Jersey, he went to a CVS and got him cash for money for tolls on the way back. Oh my god! I would. I mean, you want to know how obviously drunk You're this right. guy is? Bachman got to New Jersey safe and sound. He even gave the drivers uh, five stars, but he challenged the charge. He claims he never put in the actual home address for Uber. Bachman also says the driver had his phone and even answered a FaceTime call from his friend while Bachman was sleeping. What? This is a crime. What do you yeah. mean? Like, <laughs> I know. This is a straight up yeah. kidnapping. This is legalized this is kidnapping. kidnapping this is kidnapping, stolen possession. What are you doing? I love that call. Imagine that call. Like, oh, no, I got your buddy. He's right back there. Yeah. Like, where are you guys? You know, we're close. <laughs> don't worry about us. <laughs> oh, anytime soon. Uh, don't wait yeah. up. Obviously, I sent to Uber. I didn't know where to. Knowing I was one sent to my house, I knew where I was. He was on my phone without me allowing it. This is insane. This is insane. <laughs> this is insane. Well, I tell you what. I mean, I am sorry for you, Kenny Bachman, that you had to pay that. I can't believe you got robbed. I can't believe that's the agreement. We came to an agreement. You owe us money with yeah. thieves. <laughs> what I will, Kenny Bachman, if you are out there, the best I can offer. Well, CJ and I are going to look into a class action yeah. lawsuit on behalf we'll love of all to represent passengers. And if that doesn't happen, you can always come to Chicago and perform at the live mm. show at the Blackout Diaries, and you get free drinks and forty dollars. I love this being the defense, and I get this: you don't want to admit like uh, wrongdoing and the drunk, the drunken thing. Like I, I, know, I wouldn't have put my home in or whatever. Like I put something in, but not my home. Admit you put. Say, listen, I put my home in. Who gives a shit? He should know. Yeah, exactly. That that's a it mistake. Doesn't matter. You're not at fault, buddy. Right? Yeah. You are not at fault. <laughs> you are. You just are a man who enjoyed some drinks out, and it's their responsibility to not be fucking idiots about it. That's for sure. 
in a minivan. I I know that's the XL too. That was, was... To add insult to injury. You know? Yeah, there's probably kids' toys in the back there. You know, like <laughs> you know, applesauce packs. Hilarious. <laughs> Anyway, that's going to do it for today's um, Blackout Diaries. Yeah. You just mentioned the Friday show, which he has an, Bachman has an open yep. invite to, and a $40 tab. That's pretty good. And you get free Malort shots. So it's- 40, uh, well, he gets, 40, he gets paid $40. He gets free oh, drinks. Even nice. better there, buddy. And we will not let you, Kenny, get into an Uber back to uh, New Jersey. We will make sure <laughs> right. you are taken. We are exclusively yellow cabs there. They will drop you I would off somewhere love, I would love an Uber driver to answer your FaceTime call if I'm calling you. <laughs> and I find out he's taking you to New Jersey. <laughs> we'll give him a piece of our fucking drunk behavior good. mind. <laughs> um, and speaking of the live show, you're going to actually be yep, there. I'll be back there um, September 29th. And two Fridays. Yeah, that's going to be is great. Is that what it is? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'll, that's exactly right. I'll cash um, in that $40. So yeah, check out that show. Buy your tickets in advance. Um, also, check out my book online at Sean Bear Flannery, Places I Can't Return To. Uh, CJ, what do you got going on? Yep. Other than that, follow the answers. My other podcast, uh, The Bottom Line Bombs, going on strong. Make sure you subscribe to that. And give us a five-star review here. Yes. And uh, and a good you can, you can write bad things as long as it's five stars, right? Is that how the algorithm works? It it's got to be five stars. Yeah. Well, that's exactly right. So I was just saying, the other one, the man that box bought my bombs, I'll get a lot of one stars, but good reviews. They don't get the system, but they don't get the <laughs> yeah, numbers that's, that's right. That's the last thing we but want. Yeah, that's the last thing we want. It literally is. Lie to us. I don't care what you say. It doesn't even have to be a review. Talk about whatever I, you want. You know, you could talk about the bears. You could talk talk about cabs. Yeah. You know, you, you don't... You, and you don't even have to listen to the show. Just put five <laughs> stars, and uh, that's an open canvas, however you want to paint it. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for these Blackout Diaries. We'll see you next week.